If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey friends, welcome to the happy hour. I'm your host, Jamie, and happy Friday if you're listening to this when the show comes out. As you know, we're in the middle of a series about boundaries. We started off with the episode that came out on Wednesday with my friend Lisa Turkhurst talking about boundaries. And today we have Allison Cook on the show. And I was exposed to Allison Cook through mutual friends and have just started devouring anything she does and talks about and all the things Allison Cook. So the first book I read of hers was called Boundaries for Your Soul, How to Turn Your Overwhelming Thoughts and Feelings into Your Greatest Allies. She wrote that alongside Kimberly Miller, and I have enjoyed this book so much. Well, Allison just released a new book this year, back in September, called The Best of You. Break free from painful patterns, mend your past, and discover your true self in God. And I am almost done listening to this book. I listened to it on Audible, but there's a specific chapter in here all about boundaries. And today, Alice and I talk a lot about that, about setting boundaries and how sometimes that starts with setting boundaries for ourselves. Allison talks about when we're having difficult situations with people, sometimes it starts with a yes, and she dives into what she means by that and is so, so good. We also talk about empathy and how empathy is good, but sometimes it becomes a hindrance when you're trying to set boundaries. I love this this conversation that I had with Allison and with Lisa as well on Wednesday. This whole week is great on boundaries, but a lot of it is talking about how we have to take care of ourselves. In fact, Allison says, boundaries aren't primarily about saying no to other people. They're about saying yes to yourself and your own work of healing. So very good. No matter where you are in your journey of healing and working on maybe some current problems or things in your past, you're going to enjoy the conversation that I had today with Allison. Guys, I told you on the Wednesday show, and I'll tell you again this weekend, I'm in South Dakota. In fact, all day today, I'll be traveling up to South Dakota, and I'm super excited for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't think I've ever been to South Dakota, so that's a first for me. That's exciting. Number two, I'm going to be with their women's ministry on Saturday night, tomorrow night. I'm really excited. It is such an honor when people bring me in and trust me with their people. And then on Sunday morning, I'll be in what I have called forever Big Church. I'll be over in Big Church. And I'll be preaching all four services there on Sunday morning. So if you are around and you're familiar with Embrace in South Dakota, come say hi. I'd love to see you. And guys, don't forget, if you are interested in learning more about boundaries, I told you about Lisa on Wednesday. Her book actually comes out on Tuesday the 8th. You can get it anywhere books are sold. And check out Allison's new book, The Best of You. You guys, I've been listening to a lot of books on Audible, and I highly recommend that as well. All right, you guys, here is my conversation with Allison Cook. Allison, welcome to the happy hour. 
Thanks for having me, Jamie. So glad to be here. I am super honored to have you on the show. We have never met in person, like where we can like hug each other and stuff, but we have been on a Zoom call (laughs) one time together. And so I'm excited to have you on my show. Thank you for coming. I'm thrilled. I I agree. I wish we could be in person, but I'm glad to do it at least this way. Me too. Okay, tell us and me, because I don't even know this, where do you live, all the things, family, and then we'll jump into our conversation all about boundaries. I'm in Boston right now. We've been in Boston, uh, my husband, two adult, young adult kids. Uh, With the pandemic, we've spent a whole lot of time in Wyoming, which is where I'm from originally. So kind of bouncing between the two as we adjust to this uh, new virtual reality. (laughs) How old are your children? 20 and 23. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to, in our offline life, I have, my oldest is 18, so I'm like creeping up on that adult children life, and I am really looking forward to it, but I've heard it's way different than you've ever expected. It's something else. It's something else. It's a whole new level. It's a whole new level. Well, um, thank you. And then you have, you practice, um, you Tell us what you do with your job and your work life. Yeah, so I'm a psychologist. I have a private practice. I write. um, I do some coaching. Um, So I worked for as a therapist with women primarily uh, for about 20 years, and then then I started doing a little bit more of the writing and providing resources. So a little bit of both of those. Well, I got my hands on your book Boundaries for Soul this year: uh, How to Turn Your Overwhelming Thoughts and Feelings into Your Greatest Allies, and you co-wrote that with Kimberly Miller, and I just devoured it fell in love with it all the things and so when we decided to do a whole series on boundaries I knew I wanted to talk to you along with Lisa and Tracy and Jim I'm I'm like this is just a four-part like money <laughs> series I'm so grateful for this so I'm going to jump in we're talking about boundaries and boundaries are a difficult thing uh, for people maybe even more difficult than you even know about your own self I think that that is something that I've come to think about the more I've read and I've started to think to myself oh I never thought boundaries were hard, but wow, now they feel hard. So in your book that you start out with boundaries of soul, you talk about usually a client comes in and they want to talk to you about someone else. Let's talk about someone else that's causing them problems. And you encourage that person and us just to get to know the state of our soul. And I think that can be something that can feel overwhelming and confusing. What do you mean by we need to be people who get to know the state of our soul? Yeah, we call it taking a U-turn, which is not what people want to do when they're riled up and upset and frustrated. And I get that. And it's not to let somebody off the hook, but we get stirred up. Something happens outside of us, right? Somebody activates us, triggers us. It might be a kid. It might be a friend. It might be a spouse. It might be whatever. And we want to figure out how do I, you know, people come to me. How do I, how do I fix this? How do I get this person to change? How do I set my boundaries? And what they really mean is how do I fix this? How do I get this person to stop doing this? Well, we have to look inside ourselves first because there's a myriad of things. That person tripped over one of your wounds, Mm. typically, right? And so if we don't understand what it is that happened inside our own soul, we might set the wrong boundary. Mm. We might set a boundary in a wrong way. We might be tempted to kind of play the doormat, as I say, and not do anything at all. We talk ourselves out of speaking up. So the more we build trust, I talk I talk a lot about building trust with your inner world. Mm. The more you understand exactly what happened, the better you know how to speak up. It's not a one size fits all. The better you know the kind of conversation 
you need to have or the kind of action you need to take. You know, you're saying this, like the better you get to know your inner self and my <laughs> like, I'm just got alarms going off in my head because I'm the type of personality. I don't know if this is a type or what this means about me, but that feels very scary to me. It feels very scary. And, and you, you talk about getting curious with your emotions, which is what you're just talking about. And, you know, honestly, Allison, if I think about the times I've gotten curious with my emotions, <laughs> that U-turn has been difficult and that U-turn has yeah. been hard. And so can you give us a little bit of encouragement of how, why and how is that worth it to keep getting curious, to keep going? Is there a threshold? Are we going to push so hard? It's going to be hard, hard, hard. And then we're going to be like, the angels are going to start singing. And all of a sudden, we're so <laughs> in tune with our emotions that we're like, life is so good. What, what does that process look like? Well, I always say emotions are cues and we don't pay attention to our emotions to stay in them. Mm -hmm. We pay attention to them to figure out what the cue is. Okay. Sometimes the cue, if there's a big backlog of pain, if there's a big old suitcase that someone's bringing to me and there's been a lot of trauma, big T trauma in their background, don't do that alone. Don't get curious mm -hmm. by yourself because it may be a long process yeah. of unpacking some painful emotions. But just in the day to day life, it's like, man, I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I'm just noticing I'm on edge. If I don't stop and take a look at that, and I, you know, I'm gesturing, I'm putting that in front of me. Mm -hmm. How do I understand? Am I angry because my kid is being a jerk or right. am I angry because something happened three days ago with this other person that I never really paused mm. to address? Yeah. And so how can we really advocate for ourselves? How can we really be authentic, be mm -hmm. true? And so what ends up happening, if we don't take a look at that emotion, anger is a good example, is we do end up taking it out on somebody else, mm -hmm. as opposed to going, it's not pleasant. I don't want to look at this anger. I want to pretend like it's not, not there. Right. I want to shove it aside, but it's going to come out sideways. Yeah. It's going to come out. Yeah. So I better take a look at it. So then I'm leading myself. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, okay, here's what happened. <sighs> Courage, brave. Here's the thing I need to do. It is hard work at first. It's like building new muscles. Mm -hmm. Jamie, it doesn't feel good when we build new muscles. Right. It hurts. I hate but those first stronger. couple of weeks at the gym. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's very similar mm -hmm. when we start to do the work of kind of paying attention to our emotions. Yes, we do get to a point for to, to answer your question, a word of encouragement, where it's like, oh, this is just the work mm -hmm. I do every day. I kind of notice, okay, much more quickly. Okay, this is what happened. This is what I need to mm -hmm. do. I need to make sure my husband knows, look, I'm going to be on edge today. Here's why. Our relationships get healthier, less drama. We, we are re less reactive. It ends up being so much better in mm -hmm. the long run. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. 
yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. You know, it made me think you were talking an example. And forgive me, I can't remember which book it was in because I didn't write this question down. <laughs> you talk about a, a woman who came in and she's just talking to you about her boyfriend. She's talking about her boyfriend, talking about birth. And I think that's when you talk about the U-turn and you say, hey, let's go around and look at us. So my question for you, Allison, is a lot of times when we're feeling these emotions and it's kind of, we all know when we're like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm just... I don't know why I'm reacting this way. All the things we have those. So that cue comes Mm -hmm. on. Is that when you're saying, usually this is a point of saying, hey, like, what is it that's actually drawing this out of me besides the person, the job, the deadline, whatever that might be? Is there usually something deeper? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's on repeat. Right. Especially when it's just, we're not getting anywhere. You know, sometimes we're just saying to a friend, I am so annoyed. Uh And then we're done. Yeah. We move on. It's passed through. Mm-hmm. There wasn't something deep there. Yeah. So especially, as you said, when it's not, it's just chronic, it's consistent. You're noticing this pattern mm. show up. And and it takes a lot of courage to go, is it possible that there's a wound inside of me? And it doesn't mm. mean this other person isn't doing something right. wrong, but somehow what they're doing is trampling on a wound that goes way back. And it's a cue. It's like the dash. It's like the light mm-hmm. on the dashboard of your car yeah. that's saying, ding, 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 ding. There's mm-hmm. something here that needs healing mm. inside of me. And it, if until I can get myself, until I can understand, 
oh my gosh, this is what's happening inside of me. This goes back to how I was treated yeah. in sixth grade when I was bullied. Yeah. And this person really isn't bullying me, but the way they're doing it just gets at that sixth grade girl mm. inside of me. And I can't let it go because she's still hurting. Mm. Nobody ever helped her through that, right? I need to go and actually help repair what happened in my soul, just like in our body. If yeah. you get a paper cut, you know, years ago and you never deal with it, it can fester. It can get bigger than a paper cut. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the same with our soul. These these little wounds kind of get caught inside mm. of us. And no wonder these people in our lives, in our adult lives, step on them. Yeah. They, they push those old bruises. And so we can keep working it up, you know, getting frustrated with them. Or we can go, where's the root of this? And what do I need to heal? And maybe I do need to let this person know. But but I need to do my own healing yeah. work first mm -hmm. so that I'm speaking from a place of self-awareness, self-knowledge, and I'm coming at it in a, in a healthy way. I think you said something that is so crucial that we understand when we're trying to do this work is like, you figuring out where this came from, it doesn't let them off the hook. And you're not saying no. you didn't do anything wrong. This is all me. You're saying, oh, this is something that I need to investigate. Why, when you spoke to me that way in an unkind way, did it make me feel this way? Maybe you would say triggered or something. And if you're listening, you're like, I thought you guys were going to talk about boundaries. I think this is all the lead up. I mean, you know, you wrote this entire book that I have just devoured called Boundaries for Your Soul. And and mm -hmm. I have loved it so much. And I, I'm learning so much, especially about, you know, taking care of those parts of us that were wounded when we were younger. And you actually say, I love this so much. Uh, you said, no matter how hard your caregivers tried, by the time you reach adulthood, you'll have inherited at least a, a burden or two. You've been wounded a little bit. And I want to talk about, before we move into some more specific questions about boundaries in particular, you know, a lot of people, when I mention that, they think, oh, Jamie and, you know, Allison, if you guys knew the amount of wounds that I have from childhood, like you just mm -hmm. don't even know. Mm -hmm. And I think there's mm -hmm. others that are like, you know, I haven't really thought about it. And they would investigate mm -hmm. and find I was hurt more. I think I want to ask you what sometimes keeps us from moving past those wounds or those burdens? Is it that we're not doing the investigating work? We're not getting curious. We're not allowing ourselves. What do you see mostly? Yeah, I think we do two things. One, we want to just shove them aside. We just don't want to go there. And I get that. I, I was that way for a long, long time. We dismiss, we disregard, we bypass ourselves. Some of us were taught, you know, like, don't focus on yourself. Just, just, just. And I hear these messages and I'm like, yes, we, we do need to focus on other people and serve other people. And also Jesus did say we love others as ourselves. Mm. And so to the degree at which we are paying attention to our own souls and dealing with the shame yeah. and the woundedness we have is the capacity at which we will be able to show up mm -hmm. for others. So I think one is we try to bypass ourselves. The other thing is we criticize ourselves. We try to beat ourselves. Yeah. You just don't feel that way. Just mm -hmm. stop it, you know? And it doesn't work because these little wounds that are inside of every single one of us, part of why we wrote Boundaries for Your Soul was the uh, Clayton Townsend's Boundaries book that's amazing. They have one chapter that talks about these internal obstacles to setting healthy boundaries. And when we talked to John, he was kind enough to endorse our book. We were like, that's kind of this whole book that we want to do is these internal, we feel guilt. Mm. We shame ourselves. We criticize ourselves. We try to will these things away. And it's actually not what works. And if you think of it, you think about your parenting, you think about when your child comes to you and they're hurting, you don't say, well, stop that. Right. You don't say, well, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. You say, tell me about it. You mm -hmm. give them presents. Tell me about it. Let me be with you for a minute. I want to hear all about it. 
once they've had the chance to get all that emotion off their chest, okay, now let's figure out how to equip you and empower you to go back into that situation. That's what we're trying to do for these parts of our own souls that have been hurt and nobody's ever done that for. Mm. You know, as you're speaking, I just had a counseling session this morning. So here I am (laughs) thinking back through all the things we talked about. And we talk about some of the same things that you're talking about. We, We talked about a specific scenario and how I had not really given enough grace and comfort and like admiration to that that 31 year old Jamie you know and what that looked like for me and there was this moment of saying oh like I need to pay attention to a a wound that I had a burden that I had so that something random that someone does doesn't trigger me and so I'm really encouraged by what you're saying and I'm also feel like I'm like this newbie little student who's like (laughs) if we're looking at a baseball field I'm like barely getting to first base and so I'm I just want to sit and like soak everything you're up saying but I just want to encourage the listener too as well is that like I'm over here Allison's expert and I'm just like yes tell me more because I'm on this journey as well (laughs) you have a book that you released this year actually um just a couple weeks ago and it's called the best of you and it's actually in that book that you start the story out with Leah and her boyfriend and she came to you and she's like problem 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 with him 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 and that's where you talk about that u-turn type thing where Mm -hmm. you ask her to kind of look at that i wanted you to tell us like and and again it's in the first chapter of your book but i'd love for you to talk with me about it is like what change did you see in leah when you weren't saying his faults are not true and that what he's doing all those things what change did you see in her when she decided to look inward instead of always thinking of chuck i think that was the name that you gave him yeah yeah good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it, he was toxic i mean that's the thing it was it was one of my first clients and i wanted her I, I, like i wanted just like just leave him yeah that's what we need to do here we need to get out of this yep. relationship that's you know? what a girlfriend but, would say but you know right? she came to the to the professional exactly <laughs> and finally this is where i really learned about this internal mm. work that precedes the work of boundaries which is she had a wound all of a sudden when we just agreed, look, you're going to stay with him. I can't, you know, (laughs) like we all know he's toxic. You're going to stay with him. So let's just start talking about you. She had a very deep wound of neglect. Her Mm. parents had just pretty much ignored her. She was an only child. She'd never really been um, seen. She'd never really been, you know, soothed. She'd been left to raise herself. And so she didn't, that core strength, Mm. it takes a lot of courage to walk away from someone who's shown you attention, who's shown you that you feel like you you matter to them, even if they're being toxic, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so we started to go in deep into that work of that loneliness that she felt and how she was terrified of being alone. Of course she was, of course she was. She would much rather have Chuck than be alone. And so the minute I began to enter in, in that place of, you know, she started to strengthen from the inside out. She started to strengthen that core strength, right? That inner muscle. I always say boundaries are less about big biceps and more about core strength. That inner strength that said, and it, it came out quietly. Mm. And no longer was it, I've got to get rid of him. It was, I think I'm worth more. Mm. Oh my gosh, I never knew I was worth more. Yeah. That's the energy, right, that that she started to realize that finally led her to slowly walk away from mm. this relationship. It was it was a lot less sizzle, but it worked. Yeah. She started to value herself. And I always think, Jamie, I think there's three relationships, right? If we think about the greatest command, we love God, we love others. We also have to, and to your point, we aren't taught that third piece. Mm-hmm. How do we learn to grow 
this strong sense of self, mm. of who we are. And that was what I discovered in her is it, it was through that journey, through naming and honoring the pain mm. and realizing she was worth more. Mm. You say in your book, you say boundaries aren't primarily about saying no to other people. They're about saying yes to yourself and your own work of healing. And That's right. I just want to say, Alice, I think that feels so counterculture to so many people. Um, you know, you, you we've said it both a handful of times about how it does start with us looking at our own healing. And I want to talk about it from a faith perspective, because I know that like you and I are both Christians, we both follow Jesus. And so there is this idea that we learn, maybe no one actually says the words, but there is this kind of underlying feeling, especially for women, which is a whole nother thing than men, I'm sure you could elaborate on that. But this idea of like, Jesus tells us to turn the other cheek. Jesus tells mm-hmm. us to forgive 77 times seven, all these things. Mm-hmm. And they kind of get all muddled up with what it mm-hmm. would be to have a healthy boundary. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Um, I don't want to use the word nuance. That's not what I'm looking for. That mm-hmm. what happens when we're growing up and we're hearing all these things and they get confusing to us. Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah. In the book, I talk about kind of misconstrued or confusing church messages because and this is what, especially with women, where I do kind of come down and we, we do have to have a strong sense of self in order to establish healthy boundaries, because otherwise, what are we protecting? Mm, boundaries right. are there to protect this beautiful soul mm. that God made in you, in me. And Jesus is our example of that. Jesus had this strong sense of self and his boundaries, which Jesus had, yeah. flowed from self knowledge. I need time away. I need time with my father. Now is not the time, mm-hmm. actually, for me to meet the needs of the crowd. Right Now is the time for me to get away from the crowd. That's our example, mm. right? I talk about the turn the other cheek. There's so much when you read the life of Jesus. I, I went read through the book of John before writing this, and I was just astonished. I was like, how did I miss all of this? Like, he was very skilled, mm in how he showed up with people in a well-boundaried way that was always true. It, he had conviction. He knew what he needed when he needed it, you know? Um, and so I think things like turn the other cheek, I talk about that in the book, gets misconstrued where yeah. it's not saying I'll be a doormat. I'll take more. Let me love you into change. It's saying it's, it's actually a really subtle thing when you look at it in context, which is, listen, You know, it's almost a little bit of a subversive, Mm -hmm. um, and and Martin Luther King Jr. drew on this in some of his work, which is, I'm going to stand here and and in my stand and almost like take my other cheek and guess what? You're the one that's going to show up Mm -hmm. looking bad. You know, it's it's a subtle subversive message, and there's a lot of that that we see in the example of Jesus when you really start to look at it. The other one is the book of Proverbs. Mm -hmm. You know, you start to read through it, and you're like, oh my goodness, there is a lot more to this Christian life, to following Jesus, than just being nice, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny because I talked to Lisa about this as well, and you know, she says throughout her whole message is that boundaries were God's idea. Like God created humanity with a boundary for our good, you know? And so there's this idea of like, oh, boundaries feel bad. And I should just be like, everyone is open and welcome. And that's not healthy um, for us either. And I I appreciate so much the way you started with like taking care of our own soul before we can even, even worry about this. 
Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. One of the things I love in your book, The Best You, there's a chapter that says that you call, but won't they be mad? Which isn't yeah. that just like us to be like, if I set a boundary, like, won't they be mad at me? And the truth is they might, right? A hundred percent. 100%. I'm not going to lie. They might not like it. Yeah. They might like Which it. Which is why doing that internal work is so important because you've got to count that cost. You've got to go, this is going to be hard, mm. but this is what I need to be true to my own health, to be true to what I think God is calling me to. And when you've done that work, courage, we've got to be brave. That other person doesn't like it. There's peace inside yeah. still. Yeah. That's why that internal work is so important. So would you recommend for someone who is dealing with this with a professional counselor and they're doing this internal Mm -hmm. work and they're dealing with some of the wounds that they have? And then would you be like, hey, get a friend and tell them what you're going to do? Like, do you you recommend like, hey, get a buddy? Like, we can't do this alone. We talk about that in Boundaries for You. So we call it a boundaries committee. Get your boundaries committee. Because especially when you're getting started, you know, we're like moths to a flame, mm. you know, and especially even when there's some toxicity or there's been some wounding, we, we want to, we keep going back to these same old patterns. What is wrong with us? But yes, <laughs> uh, we, we really are. And so th- that boundaries committee, I've got one myself, you know, that just kind of keeps, you know, kind of keeps a check on mm. it. We're, we're not supposed to do this work alone. We're not supposed to do this. I love that. You say in your, in your newest book, which is so, so good, you say that um, we need to start with a yes. Um, mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? I, I, that's the flipping. That's the U-turn. So when it's really, really hard to say no to someone, when we're, whether it's a toxic relationship or whether, frankly, sometimes I see this even with our kids, you know, like it's going to be really hard for me to say no. Um, in a healthy way, uh, I say, get clear inside yourself. What is the thing you're saying yes to? Because that's what you're moving toward. And if you can get really clear about that, yes, you've got to move toward. I've got to move toward my own health. I've got to move toward this conviction. I've got to move toward this calling. It helps give fortify you and strengthen you to say that no that you're going to have to say. I think that's so crucial as I was thinking through that. And even when you talk about with the committee and with the friends, I think it's even mm-hmm. like crucial to say like out loud, like this is my yes. This is what yep. I'm moving toward. It's almost as like you have this this target that is always there. And you're like, if it's not going here, then it's not going, you know? And exactly. so it's a good reminder. Write it down. Tell a friend, like, what is your yes? And how does that do that? Now you talk in empathy. You talk about empathy um, in here. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be, we think we understand it and we think it's okay, but it can be kind of a hindrance sometimes, even though empathy is good and we want to be empathetic people. Can you talk to us about how that can be a hindrance to our setting boundaries? Yeah, I call it the empathy trap. Um, empathy is my number one strength on Strength Finder. So I know. <laughs> so you're the expert about well, this. Yes. Right? <laughs> In both bad and good ways, right? Because I can feel with, I can mm. feel 
what that person's feeling. And so what I would see in my practice time and again, and in my own life <laughs> is I can feel the shame. This mm. person who is hurting me is going through. Yeah, I don't want to hurt them. Mm -hmm. And so it keeps us locked in that trap, right? Yeah. We feel empathy for this person. We don't want to add to their shame. We don't want to add to their hurt. They're not dealing with it, mm -hmm. mind you. <laughs> but we don't want to be the one. We yeah. know. We know the hurt behind their actions. Mm. When you're an empathetic person, it's really, really hard. So I always say to people, empathy is a part of us. It's, it's like conscience. Mm -hmm. Conscience is not God-given. Conscience is a part of us that can get out of what knocked out. We can, our conscience can be too sensitive. We can feel guilty when we didn't do something wrong. Yeah. Same with empathy. We can, we have to lead our empathy. We have to set a, a healthy boundary with it. <laughs> and we have to get curious about it and go, wait a minute. Okay, I do feel empathy. Fine. That's great. Good quality. But I don't have to act mm. out of it. Or I might, I might say how I'm going to act out of it is I am going to say this. No, I am going to walk away from this situation. But God, before you, mm. I'm going to honor that empathy, yeah. right? This is hard for me. So we have to honor it, but we don't want to let it take us over. We don't mm -hmm. want to lead from it because sometimes it can lead us to situations yeah. that we don't need to be in. It just made me think, I, I didn't even plan on telling you this, but it made me think when I was uh, 21, I think, or 20, I don't remember how old, I was engaged, at, not to my husband now, to another guy. And I just started feeling like, I don't think I can marry this guy. I don't think I can marry this guy. And so I was having this, uh. I was having this internal battle, right? Like it's the rest of my life. And I had made a decision of what I was going to do. And I had told my dad about it. So I, I kind of feel like I brought somebody in with me and sitting down to tell him that I still say was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life. And Allison, it was so hard because I was so sad for him as well. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like I didn't love this guy. I'm about to marry him potentially. And so when you're talking about that empathy, I was like, that's how I felt that day. And I don't think I was an expert. I had any practice in any of this stuff. But by the grace of God, I felt sad. I didn't let it change my decision. And I could see that's kind of what you're talking about a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Uh, it's funny because I had a very similar experience. And I remember driving to that conversation going, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing mm -hmm. it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. And somehow I just managed to do it and then you know, it, it, you know just it didn't <laughs> yeah. go I mean yeah. I, I felt terrible but yeah. it, it and but imagine Jamie imagine if you did let that empathy take mm. you over and you, and you married somebody then you're in that marriage for the yeah. rest of your life yeah. right or mm -hmm. I mean this happens yeah I think of it with parenting too Allison like without I don't want to throw any of my kids under the bus and you don't need to throw your kids under the bus but we're parents you know and so there's those moments when you're setting clear boundaries and then maybe your child has a consequence that really does affect them. And for me, I start to feel like, well, should we just let in this one time? Because <laughs> I feel sad for him, you know? And I feel like that's an example, too, of like setting those clear boundaries and then not allowing that empathy to come in and make us change our mind. A hundred percent. You can say to your child, I get it. You really want that candy bar, that fifth candy <laughs> bar. I get that this is painful for you. And I'm not going to let you have right. it. You can empathize and set healthy boundaries. But it's true. We can 
let that empathy lure us yeah. into doing things that aren't good for or to, other people. To my or kids, it'd be like, I know you want to go to that party, and I also know you're failing, so you need to come back <laughs> into the house and do your homework. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what's happening in my house by any means, but that would be a teenage example for, for totally. you guys. For you guys, okay. I want to talk real quick about codependency and healthy dependency um, because this was also like something I was just like. Oh, tell me more. Taking this all in, how do we know where we are and how do we get to where we need to be? Mm, with when it comes to code, yes, yes. It's versus a, healthy, it's a, a healthy dependency. Yeah, so healthy dependence is this idea of I need, I, I want you in my life. I'm better with you in my life. I'm also okay on my own. It's kind of both and, mm-hmm. right? I do, I do need, I, and I even need you in my life. And also, I have my own opinions. Mm-hmm. I have my own preferences. I speak to those things. Codependency veers toward whatever you think. You know, you will become my self-esteem. You will become the center of my universe. It's subtle. Mm-hmm. That sounds extreme, but it it is really real wow. for people. I cannot make a decision apart from your permission or apart mm-hmm. from your... Um, you know, telling me it's okay. Um, and then there's, of course, this thing counter dependency, which is I don't need anybody. I'll do it all on my own. We see that too. Yeah. So this healthy dependence, you know, again, it, and I, and this is why I love this idea. Of, the best of you is really all about this idea of selfhood, which is the, the cornerstone of healthy boundaries because it's two whole people. Right. Each one coming together. And this is, I, yeah, this is what God intends for our healthy relationships, negotiating a way forward. It's saying, mm. this is what I want. This is what I want. It's not my way or the highway, but it's also not whatever you want. Right. You know, right. I'll just disappear. It's two people mm-hmm. saying, here's who we are. We've each, we're each doing our own work and we're negotiating a way forward together. Yeah. Um, it's the harder way in some ways. For sure. But it is the healthier way. And I would imagine that without doing that inner work, uh, working on your own stuff and then setting boundaries, if you are codependent or you don't think you need anyone or, or any of those variations of an unhealthy dependency, it would be really hard, I would imagine, to set any kind of healthy boundaries that might be needed because you don't you're not starting from a healthy place. You you, you almost can't. Yeah. I mean someone that's that's what's really hard. If you if you built your life so much around something and, and what I how I define codependency is it's essentially a complete almost betrayal or rejection of your own self right for it's it's doing harm Mm. to yourself while in the name of trying to be there for somebody else and it's not sacrificial love in the way that god intended it it's he doesn't intend us to harm Mm. ourselves to completely bypass ourselves but if that's all you've ever known which is so many of us for sure it and then then people come in with the solution which is boundaries and it's like i don't have the core strength yeah you're, you're telling me to go lift, you know, 200 pounds. Yeah. I, 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 so we've got to build up that internal. That's the U-turn. We've got to mm-hmm. build up that internal core strength to even figure out what do I need? What do I want? What is an opinion I might want to yeah. say? What is a preference that I can begin to introduce into this relationship? Allison, it's so good because I think so many people are just living under this um, idea that myself is not worth spending time on. I need to give myself away 100%. And there's so many biblical truths about laying your life down for your friends. There's so many big biblical truths about dying to yourself. There's so many biblical truths. But yet we've kind of swung. And I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. some people have swung so far to the other side Mm -hmm. that people are feeling probably empty. They're feeling Mm -hmm. like 
the wounds are coming up and kind of yeah. running their life. And so I'm so extremely grateful for the work that you do through your works, through your podcast, through your speaking. I mean, it is such a help, um, even to someone who is like, I want to be better at this. And it's so hard. And I'm trying so good. So, so, so uh, deeply to get better at loving myself as well, so that I can be better in all the other ways. Um, grateful you guys check out the books i love them both i mean boundaries for your soul was so good for me earlier in the year and then the best you just came out this year which so so good so helpful this chapter on boundaries you guys is like how to communicate in a boundary how to use your words it's so good as we talk about boundaries allison where can everyone find you tell us about your podcast all the things you have going on yeah, uh, Dr. Allison Cook is my handle on Instagram. It's the Best of You podcast. Um, the book is the Best of You wherever books are sold. Um, you can find me on my website. It's all drallisoncook.com. So thank you so much. I, I really appreciate all that you're doing. And, and this was just such a fun conversation. I love it. You guys go find her everywhere. Okay, I would love to know what are you reading these days? Jamie wants to know. Jamie wants to know. We want to know what you're reading. Oh, gosh. Um, I picked up the screw tape letters of all things. Do you know, I am going to very humbly admit that I have never fully read that. And I know it's not. I mean, let me let me tell you, this is not a, a dictionary here. This is not an encyclopedia. Um, I've never fully finished that. And I'm really embarrassed to say that out loud. I'm sorry. But I'm not going to hold shame. Years. I'm not going to shame no, no myself, shame. Allison. No shame. <laughs> <laughs> my my inner part that hasn't read that is okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad it is a book that I hear so many people pick up and read all the time. Good, yeah. Yay, yay. Yeah. Well, Allison, yeah. thank you so much for coming um, onto the happy hour. And you guys, I'm serious. Get her book, uh, The Best of You. Uh, I really highly recommend um, that for your reading days um, right now. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the happy hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. We are truly grateful for every single story that we get to share with you, every encouragement we get to give you, and every opportunity we get to point all of us to Jesus. If you're loving this show, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, tell your friends. That is the number one way that people find out about our show. It's because you tell them. Join us right here every Wednesday and Friday for meaningful conversations that will make us think, they'll make us laugh, and they'll always point us back to Jesus. And come find me other places on the internet as well. I love Instagram. I'm over there at Jamie Ivy. And if you've never visited my YouTube page, you're going to want to go there. Have you ever listened to a show and wondered, I wonder what they look like? Well, go find us over there. It's jamieivy.com slash YouTube. The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. Executive produced by Jamie Ivy, produced by Lindsay Sweeney, edited by Angie Elkins, show notes by Ashley Miner, art by Jen Jet Barrett, original music by Matt Graham, and I'm your host, Jamie. Have a happy hour with a friend. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.